0: Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News, Wednesday, September 2nd, 2020. Stand up for your country. Okay, so two months from today, we'll be voting for president of the United States. In my lifetime, this is the most important election. More important than the Vietnam years, more important than after 9-11, This is the most important because the United States of America, as we have known it in our lifetime, is under duress. That means that if the Democratic Party wins the presidency and both houses of Congress, many of our rights will vanish like that. Capitalism will turn into a European socialist system where the taxes are crazy corporations will flee the United States because of the tax rise on them they'll go overseas as they were under the Obama administration now there is an excellent article an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal today for those of you who want stats and facts about how the economy operated under Barack Obama as opposed to the unfettered capitalism we've had under President Trump. I am a capitalist, all right? I do not believe in socialism. I do not believe in big government telling me how to live and taking my private property. You must understand that elements of the Democratic Party, including the highest elements, Nancy Pelosi, Charles Schumer, the senator from New York, are fine with seizing the private property of affluent Americans. And that will happen if the Democrats get control of the country. What will also happen is that your right to defend yourself will dramatically be reduced. Your right as a religious person, a person of conscience, will be thrown right out the window. You'll have no rights. So they will take your tax money, they being the Democratic Party, and they will use it for whatever they want if that means uh, abortion up to the last 15 minutes before birth, that's what they'll do. If that means forcing you to uh, attend to a ceremony that violates your religious beliefs, they will do that, and you will have no rights whatsoever. This will happen. In addition, the policies that will be put into law by the Democratic Party will favor a certain group based on skin color, ethnicity, historical injustice. There's not going to be equal justice for law for all. It isn't happening now. We reported yesterday in Contra Costa County, that's Oakland, the DA there is not prosecuting looters if the DA thinks that they're poor. They are justified in breaking into your store, taking your merchandise, because they're poor. She's not going to stop them. That means that the rule of law, which is tenuous anyway, collapses. So I could give you a thousand more examples. I gave you at the beginning of this week what our belief system is. You can access that on BillOReilly.com. But if the Democrats win, life as we know it in America changes for the worse, in my opinion. Now, I'm not exaggerating. I can back up everything I say with facts. And here is the biggest fact, that Joe Biden, he's not a raving socialist. He's not Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren, he's not. But he is not in charge. He is not calling the shots. All right, now there's been a lot of discussion about who is, I can tell you David Axelrod, who is uh, working for CNN now, but was a top Obama advisor has a lot to say. President Obama himself has a lot to say, all behind the scenes. Joe Biden will do as he is told if he is elected president. You are listening to a free excerpt from BillO'Reilly.com's No Spin News broadcast, where you can actually see me. We'll be right back after this message. As the demand for telemedicine grows, so does the need for connectivity. 5G meets that need. Qualcomm remains focused on giving doctors and patients superior, security-rich 5G connectivity. Learn more at qualcomm.com inventionage. It's a woman named Joy Reed. She's on MSNBC. You don't get more left than she is. Here's what she recently said. Go. When, 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 think, when leaders, um, let's say in the Muslim world, talk a lot of violent talk and encourage their supporters to be willing to commit violence including on their own bodies in order to win against whoever they decide is the enemy we in the u.s media describe that as they are radicalizing those people particularly when they're radicalizing young people that's how we talk about the way muslims act when you see what donald trump is doing is that any different from what we describe as radicalizing people All right. That's insane. And I don't even care um, what she says because it's foolish nonsense. But here's the interesting part. Congresswoman Ilan Omar, Minnesota, objects to that. All right. She tweets out. Honestly, this kind of casual Islamophobia is hurtful and dangerous. And she demands an apology from her sister, Joy Reid. And then Rashida Tlaib, Congresswoman from Michigan, piles on. So they're all mad at each other in the far left precincts. <laughs> all right, NFL, I told you this is going to be big in our culture. So September 10th, first game. Most of the players are going to do the Black Lives Matter stuff and many Americans are going to object to it, but not all the players. So there's a guy on the Jacksonville drag bars named Tyler Eifert, former Notre Dame star. All right, he's going to honor fallen retired officer David Dorn, who was murdered in St. Louis, on his helmet. Well, this is great. This is what I've been calling for, a diversity. See, if I were a player in the NFL, um, I would have on one side of my helmet a little decal of maybe Black Lives Matter or all Black Lives Matter. That's what I probably put on to honor the dead innocent dead in Chicago and New York City and others so maybe all black lives matter and then on the other side say respect the police so I'd have because you can do both of those things and be a patriotic fair-minded american you can't throw in with the black lives matter movement because it's marxist and they want to overthrow the government i don't think you can do that and these nfl guys they have no black and clue all right. I, do you hear the story that only 20% of the NBA players who are protesting are registered to vote? I'm sure you heard it. Anyway, we applaud uh, Mr. Eifert and the Jaguars for not giving them a hard time. At least I hope they're not. So maybe there's a glimmer of hope in the National Football League. Maybe. Here we go. Killing Crazy Horse: of Merciless Indian Wars in America out next Tuesday. You can order it. Billorally.com, Amazon, Barnes and Noble. You'll get it first. You're going to love the book and tell you more about it tomorrow. All right. Quick break. Back with the final thought. So my friend of mine, who I've known since I'm five years old, put a Black Lives Matter sign on his wand. And I said, hey, what are you doing? If you're going to do that, you're going to put respect to police because I know this guy doesn't disrespect the police. He's not a loon. He goes, no, no, I want to get my uh, point across that uh, blacks are not treated equally. And and I don't think that's right. I said, "Okay, that's a fine point. I mean, um, I don't mind that but you're buying into a Marxist group. He goes, what? What? Apparently, he doesn't watch this broadcast. <laughs> and I said, uh, these are Marxists. That's what's behind it. And I educated him. Now, I'm going to write a column on this. It's going to be posted Sunday at noon. It's good reading uh, over the Labor Day weekend. But I'm telling you, a lot of people just don't have any idea really what's behind this Black Lives Matter movement. They don't know. And it's up to us to educate them. And when you put the stand up for your country sign on your car or on your lawn, people are going to ask you, what does that mean? What does that mean? And there you go. That's the discussion. We'll see you tomorrow.